Welcome to the Life Leadership Podcast with myself, Leela Singh. All things coaching, career, and personal branding. This podcast is for ambitious career professionals like you, wanting to create a life of choice and freedom, to be, do, and have more through overcoming limitations, to develop new perspectives and insights, and to redefine your success, be that in work, health, relationships, and so much more. Hi there, and welcome to Live with Leela. My name is Leela Singh, and I'm an executive life and leadership coach, and I work with career professionals, typically in the technology industry, who are looking to overcome their limitations so that they can uncover their real potential and create new possibilities. This is what I call life leadership, showing up as the best version of yourself. So to change your world, change your thinking. Well, what do I mean by that? It's easier to believe that for our world or our life to change, that external factors and circumstances and others need to change. So how many times have you thought that? Be honest with yourself. How many times have you wanted something to be different, something to change? And in your mind, you said, well, if that person changes their behavior or the way they do things or that the circumstance, the environment was different, then things would be better. And it's easier to do this, to wait for those external factors or people to change, because that way, we have no need to take any responsibility for that change occurring. We're just waiting and hoping for something to change without us having to play a part in that. And what do we do instead? We complain, we criticize, we're unhappy, we're frustrated, we might get angry, we might get depressed. There's so many negative impacts to just sitting back and waiting and hoping things will change. It's also disempowering for ourselves if we do that, because we do have the ability to influence situations far more than we realize. And instead, we wait for others to dictate that or define it for us. And an example that comes to mind, in fact, is um, if you're in a, in a workplace, an environment, a company that you're not happy in. And how often have I heard people say, oh, um, I'm, I'm really unhappy here, but you know what? I'm going to wait to be let go. I'm going to wait to be made redundant. And often, yes, it's about the money. It's about the payoff, the redundancy package. But also it's about, again, not wanting to take control of the situation, not wanting to own the situation, but instead hoping that someone else around you will take that decision for you, which means that then you can complain, you can criticize, you can blame and then ultimately become a victim of your circumstance. So here's the thing I want to invite you to consider today, and that is when we accept that we have no control over those externals, like the circumstances, the situations, the people, and that we can far more easily influence our world, ourselves, life begins to change. In other words, 
our experience of our circumstances, of others, and even of ourselves, our experience or our relationship with ourselves begins to change. How? It starts with our thinking. Our thinking creates our experiences. The thoughts that we have about our thinking creates our experiences. In other words, it's the lens that we view our world through. We get to choose that every minute of every day. So if there's a particular area of your life where you're not happy, you're not experiencing happiness, joy, fulfillment, I invite you to slow down, take a step back and look at, okay, what lens am I looking at my world through? And this isn't all about, oh, well, I have to be positive. I need to have more positive thinking and everything is going to change. No, it's not as simple as that. It's a great starting point, but actually it goes a lot deeper because your thoughts are actually a catalyst for a self-perpetuating cycle. So going back to the example of being in a job you're unhappy in, but not wanting to simply go look for another job and have the ability to then resign and move on. You might be sitting there waiting and thinking, oh, well, I'll just wait for them to do something about it, for them to either um, move me or um, let me go and so forth. So this is then an ongoing cycle in, in areas of your life because how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if that's how we operate in other areas of our life, guess what? We're playing the victim. We have no control, no influence over the life we want to create. And we're just letting things happen to us rather than for us. So you might be thinking this all sounds really woo-woo and actually how do our thoughts create our reality? How does our thinking create our reality? And another simple example to, to have you think about this is even you know, how you are feeling about something. Right. Think about the emotions that you have around a particular situation. How does that influence your behavior? And where are those feelings, where are those emotions coming from? So it could be an example of, oh, I'm not, I don't feel I'm as good enough or as smart enough as the people around me at work. Therefore, what's the potential emotion you're going to feel? And what's the behavior that you will display as a consequence of that? So if you're in an environment where you feel that people around you are better than you, what are you likely to do? Perhaps you're likely to play a small game, shy away, keep quiet, not speak up, not put yourself forward for an idea or project of promotion, not asking for what you want not sharing your opinions and ideas, which means that that's where your self-perpetuating cycle arises because what happens is by showing up in that way, you're less likely to get recognized. You're less likely to get noticed. You're less likely to get rewarded through promotions and recognition. And then that original thought that you're not good enough or you're not as smart enough as the people around you becomes 
a self-fulfilling prophecy. You start to believe it's true. You find evidence to support it by virtue of having that thought in the first instance. So becoming aware of your thinking and your thoughts is where you start to develop your self-awareness. And by developing your self-awareness, you get to be able to shift your thinking and your thoughts to be able to create a better world for yourself, your day-to-day -day experiences, your opportunities, and so forth. So again, when I talk about all of this, you think this is just real woo-woo. Well, according to quantum physics, our thoughts are our source of reality. So everything that we see and experience is a product of our thought energy. We're all connected through an energy field, which you've probably heard before, that everybody, every human is connected through a thought energy. And that energy field is called the collective consciousness. And that collective consciousness is what responds to our thoughts and our emotions by creating that into reality. So let me know if this makes sense, any questions you might have about this, if you already um, aware of your thoughts and how they influence you and how you're able to manage that or influence that. And I'll give you a couple of simple examples. You know, it could be um, waking up in the morning and it's raining, which means let's say you commute to work and you have to drive to work. There's more, there's like to be more traffic on the road. So you're like, oh, God, it's raining, you know, I'm going to have a bad hair day, I've got to drive to work, it's going to take ages because there's loads of traffic. Or the right. um, how are you then starting to feel about all of that? How are you starting to feel about your day? So imagine how you show up at work and the energy that you're coming at it from when you're at work, it's like, oh, you know, everything's really hard, it's having a bad start to the day. And typically, that's that filters through the rest of our day. Whereas the fact that it's raining is okay, it's raining, that's okay. Um, leave a little bit earlier because you know there might be more traffic on the road. Um, but actually, again, yes, it's positive thinking, but it does go a little bit deeper. The conversations that we have with ourselves around this. So it's not what I'm not, not suggesting here is you just have a bunch of positive affirmations that you look in the mirror every morning and say to yourself. It's about tuning into your day to day thoughts, feelings, and the words that you say as well. And become aware of how they are influencing you, how they're making you feel. So if you're not feeling great, why are you not feeling great? What thoughts are you having? Maybe the thought you're having is that I hate my job, or I hate working in this team, or I'm not getting the recognition that I want. Now, maybe that's factually correct. But what is your thinking around that that's influencing your behavior? Because remember, how we behave will directly influence how other people treat us. Think about it yourself. If you come across somebody who is extremely confident versus somebody who lacks a lot of confidence, would you treat them the same way? Yes or no? So noticing the way that you would be towards someone who shows up confidently versus somebody who doesn't show up confidently. Think about how you behave, how you are showing up and how that is, by the way, subconsciously influencing how people behave towards you. So if you're not getting 
the um, the experience that you would like, the impact that you would like, if we use the workplace scenario, then what is it that you can do differently in the way that you're showing up that can have you, for example, be more recognized in a workplace, have that recognition, um, be noticed, listened to, heard, um, your ideas taken on board. How are you showing up? And this, go back to your thoughts. What thoughts are you having around yourself and the people and the circumstances around you? So if you're struggling with this, think of be even a personal example, a scenario where um, it's not been going well, it's not working out as you would like. What were the thoughts you were having about that? Start to notice day to day situations that occur and reflect on the thoughts you were having about it or the thinking that you had about that situation and how that is influencing it. That's what's creating your day-to-day -day experience. There's, within neuro-linguistic programming, um, we talk about um, how we process information. And one of the ways we do that is through either distorting, deleting, or generalizing information. And this is a similar thing. We're very quick to either distort information, delete it, or generalize it based on our values, our beliefs, our past experiences, and the stories that we tell ourselves. So we all have our own individual lens or view of the world and how we view it. So two people could view the exact same thing and have very different interpretations of what we have seen or what we have witnessed. A simple example could be, um, let's say me and you are having a, a coffee at Starbucks and we're sat by the window and an argument breaks up, breaks out between two people outside of Starbucks. And we start to witness this and it becomes more heated, then it becomes a bit of a fight. Um, and then someone calls the police because it gets quite, um, quite agitated. And the police come and speak to both of us as witnesses. Um, and we may potentially give very different versions of what we witness simply because of the lens that we see the world through of who started it who was responsible you know what we saw around the environment going on etc etc we will take all of that information in, in different ways and process it differently so it's our lens of the world is not really a universal lens of the world it's your individual view it's your experience and as I said, a lot of that directly influences how you feel, your emotions, and how you behave. And ultimately, then the experience you get to have each day. So if you think, another example could be, I'm a failure. If you think, oh, I'm just a failure, nothing's working. If you keep telling yourself that, you'll behave that way, that actually, I'm not going to try something. I'm not going to put myself out there or do something because I'm going to fail. So you go around full circle, or you approach it, but you approach it from a place of, feeling like a failure so you don't put 100% into it it's a self-fulfilling prophecy the same with not feeling good enough or telling yourself I'm not a creative or I'm not an academic or I'm not confident I'm not smart all of this how we talk to ourselves becomes our reality and our brain will find evidence to support that so you want to really slow down and check in with 
how you are talking to yourself. In other words, the inner self-talk as well as how you outwardly convey about yourself to others. This is all about self-awareness. There's another thing I mentioned um, through NLP and how we process information, which is generalization. And here, if you think about um, how do you do that, it's when you use the word every. So for example, everywhere is what the same. I remember a, a colleague saying this to me once, um, they were looking, they were unhappy, they were um, had the opportunity to go to another company in a similar role. And they say, yeah, but everywhere's going to be the same. Every sales team will be the same. Um, so what's the point? It's a generalization. It's not fact. It's their view of the world based on their past experience. But it's only based on their experience. Others will have had different experiences. But if you're creating that generalization, then that's what you're going to experience. Or it could be that you've had maybe a couple of rejections when you put yourself forward for a new role or for interviews. So then you say, every time I get rejected. And then what happens? You stop putting yourself forward. You stop applying for a new role um, or for that promotion because you feel, well, I'm just going to get rejected. So you, you're then creating that yourself through your own thoughts. Um, it could be everybody thinks a certain way about something. So if you start to generalize everyone, that's not factually correct. There will always be at least a handful of people who think differently. But when we start to generalize, well, everyone thinks that, so I must be wrong, maybe, then you're creating that situation or that belief for yourself. So what I'm inviting you to do today is to really build your self-awareness, start to check in with how what, what thoughts you have about your situations from the morning, from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep at night, start to reflect and I think mm, that situation wasn't great. What was going on in my mind at that time? How did that create the experience that wasn't good? What can I do differently the next time? How can I look at this differently the next time? So this is both about your thinking, your thoughts and your speaking, what you actually say. So the takeaway for you today that I invite you to, to consider is to number one, become aware of your thoughts. If you're struggling with this, then what I want you to do is to check in with your emotions. How are you feeling at any given point in time? Because often when you're not feeling good, but you're not feeling like you're in a good place or a happy place or calm and peaceful and everything's great, feeling grounded, then that's when it's time to check in with your thoughts. Because what thoughts are you having that's creating you not feeling grounded, happy, calm, peaceful. And what can you then do to shift those thoughts and the thinking around it? The second thing is to reflect on your daily situations and how you could have thought about them differently. What you can do differently the next time when you approach that situ similar situation. So what, or if you, it's easier for you to tune into your emotions and drive it from your emotions. When that feeling comes up again, slow down and check in with, okay, what thoughts was I having that's created that? How is this happening again? Perhaps it's um, it's nerves going for an interview or giving a presentation. So yes, we all have a little bit of nerves when we have to stand up and speak. That's natural and that's quite healthy. But when it's like overkill, 
when it comes to the point that you know you're feeling physically sick you're physically shaking that's not great what are the thoughts that are going through your mind how can you shift those thoughts to refocus on something that will help to empower you make you feel more confident and in control of the situation because remember if thoughts are making you feel not great they're disempowering thoughts what thoughts can you have instead that can have you be in your power and feel confident and feel in control and a quick example of this um which i've shared before actually is when i was delivering a talk this was several years ago when i was quite early on in my speaking career and i was invited to speak at an event and in summary i hadn't really had as much time as i would have liked to prepare i was exhausted i had a really really heavy week at work and this was a saturday i was just really tired it had rained i had to travel across london on the tube my hair got wet it got frizzy so I felt I wasn't looking my best. I was tired. I wasn't prepared. So now I'd got into this overthinking about, oh my God, it's going to be really bad. Will I remember what I have to say, etc. Right. And all of those, um, that negative self-talk. But I managed to catch myself because I, even back then, I was building up that self-awareness of how I was showing up and what was influencing things that, or influencing my emotions, shall I say, so I wasn't in a good place. And I quickly caught myself because the thoughts I was having was about um, my lack of prep, how I looked, and my hair gone frizzy, and I was tired. So I was focusing on all these negative things. And actually, I simply asked the question, what brought me here today? And it was the fact that I was invited to speak. I agreed to take up the opportunity and I wanted to inspire the people in the room. I wanted to share a powerful message with them. And the minute I shifted my focus, the minute I shifted my thinking and my thoughts around that event and what I was about to do, the, um, the nervousness, the stress around it, all the um, negativity around it simply dissipated because I now shifted my thinking. And that's how powerful you can be for your own life is by checking in with yourself on the thinking and the thoughts that are creating those feelings for you. If they're not great feelings, if they're not serving you, how can you shift them to, to create a better experience for yourself? So that's just a quick example there for you. And then finally, the third thing I want to share with you as a takeaway today is to explore how you speak to yourself. Are you speaking to yourself from a place of love and kindness or not? Would you speak to a five-year-old child the same way that you speak to yourself and the reason i ask the question is because more, more often than not we don't speak to ourselves in the way we speak to a child with love kindness encouragement and so forth we're often beating ourselves up criticizing ourselves being hard on ourselves without realizing it without realizing what we're doing so Again, self-awareness is key here. And my invitation to you is three things. One, become aware of your thoughts and the feelings that trigger these. Um, reflect on your daily situations. Reflect on them and think about how you could have had a different experience. What thoughts were you having that triggered those feelings and the behavior that you had? And how would you approach it differently the next time? And thirdly, 
explore how you speak to yourself. Is it with love and kindness? So I hope this has been useful for you today. Let me know your biggest takeaways, um, what you've been doing that maybe hasn't been serving you and what you can do differently the next time. Any questions, let me know in the comments. I will come back to you and answer you directly or feel free to DM me. Until next time, remember to elevate your performance, maximize your potential and create new possibilities by being the best version of, of yourself. Take care and see you next week. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you enjoyed and gained value from today's episode, then do please leave a review telling us your key learnings and what you enjoyed the most. And do please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can spread the word on life leadership, creating a life of choice, freedom and new possibilities. Connect with me directly on LinkedIn. And if you would like to learn more about how we can work together, either DM me on LinkedIn or email me. All details and resources can be found in the show notes.